You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10x your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey everyone, this week we're giving away a one-year subscription to pushlink.com, P-U-S-H-L-Y-N-K. It's valued at about 600 bucks. Pushlink allows you to send push notifications to your subscribers on almost any platform. The fact is push notifications get about 10 times the response rate when compared to traditional email. For a chance to win, subscribe to the podcast, then take a quick snapshot or picture showing you're subscribed and text it to 716-218-8981 or you can email it to growthexperts at yahoo.com. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, welcome everybody. And we have yet another amazing guest today. This gentleman was is an American multi-platinum recording artist. The first I've ever interviewed, right? A, a platinum recording artist, an entrepreneur, a number one best-selling author, a social media expert, and an entertainer. You know, he's also the founder and CEO of AdWizard, which is a multi-million dollar social media and influencer marketing company that was ranked by Inc. Magazine as the 262nd fastest growing privately held company in America. So, you know, AdWizard is known as an innovative, you know, for its innovative methods of growing and monetizing social media followings. His name is Spectacular Smith. You definitely won't forget that soon. So welcome to the show, Spectacular. Uh, thank you for the amazing intro. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, you've got such a, a diversity in background of different things you've done. We were talking before you got on the air. You're only 32 years old and your story is like you're you're already in your 80s. You've done so many different things. So congratulations on all your success. Thank so you. we're going to dive into that a little bit. But I have to ask, Spectacular, is that <laughs> the name your mother gave you or is that one that you personally branded? Yeah, that's my birth name. Oh, that's amazing. So perfect. That's so it, nothing less than Spectacular. So that's awesome. So you have, a, again, a really interesting background and story. So take a minute and just tell us a little bit about your story, including how this whole ad wizard, is it, it's ad wizard? Yeah, ad wizard. Yeah. Ad wizard. Yeah. How ad wizard came to be. Yeah. So as you know, I mean, you said at the beginning, I'm a multi-platinum artist, sold 11 million records worldwide and pretty much went and killed every stage really in America. And at the time being on tour, doing sold out shows. One of my guys called me up and told me that I could make some money off of tweeting. And it sounded super easy to me. I was like, well, I'm doing all this dancing on stage and all this studio recording. So like, that sounds super easy to me. And I started doing more homework on exactly what he was talking about. And at the time I had like 50,000 followers and I felt like, all right, if I can get 100,000 followers, I make double of what I make with 50,000 followers. So I started coming up with creative ways to grow a massive following. And what I came up with was coming up with parody accounts. So different accounts of people that were super successful at the time or super viral. So Cat Williams, Will Ferrell, Kevin Hart, Beyonce, Jay-Z, depending on who it was. Like I, I created an account, even call a, uh, created an account called Grumpy Cat, which uh, the cat is worth like $100 million right now. So he's in every 
single store worldwide selling his merchandise, Macy's, Walmart. So yeah, so if you ever see a cat with a bunch of money on him, just tell him, uh, tell him he owe me something. And all I got was a, a Twitter page with a million followers out the deal. But yeah, so pretty much what I did was start creating these accounts. And I grew the following from zero to six million followers within a couple of years. And I had a, a method that I was doing that I can speak in their voice. So Cat Williams told jokes, Will Ferrell told jokes, Beyonce did love quotes, Jay-Z was posting inspirational content. And I was actually at one of my celebrity friends' house and they was like, uh, they was bragging about their social media followers, a guy named Sean Kingston, a guy named uh, Soldier Boy. And it was like, yeah, I got 5 million followers on Facebook. And Soldier Boy was like, well, I got 6 million. You need to catch up. You're moving too slow on those followers. And I actually I butted in. I was like, well, how many followers do you guys have on Twitter? And it was like a million. And I was like, wow. So you're telling me that it's times five more viral on Facebook? And then I was like, uh, are you guys monetizing? And they was like, like monetize. I was like, all right, never mind. So at the time I was top five in advertising dollars on the whole Twitter platform with my Twitter accounts. And I went back home. Like I just pretty much just took just shut down my Twitter operation and went straight to Facebook and my group page, pretty Ricky didn't have any Facebook. I like, I knew nothing about Facebook, but I know my methods that I did on Twitter and how fast I grew on Twitter. And by being times five more viral, I felt like it was really going to take off on Facebook. So I took my group page that created it and we didn't have any followers at the time. So I merged all the fake accounts together and ended up with 450,000 followers. And I started my same methods that I did on Twitter to grow my following to millions. And I did it on my group page. So after a year time span of doing the same methods, I pretty much grew the following from 450,000 followers to 4 million followers and generated a quarter million dollars in ad revenue. So once I did that, I realized that, you know, I had something I can do at scale and I had had something that I can actually put other clients and other celebrities into and make them the same amount of money I was making. So I started taking on all these urban acts that was pretty successful. Trick Daddy, Trina, Bone Thugs and Harmony, T-Pain, and just started taking on all those guys and started crushing it for them. And now we got up to over 100 uh, celebrity accounts that we have monetized and and end up, like you say, on the Inc. 5000 fastest privately held companies in America list at rank number two, 262. And from that, you know, they did an article on me in the Inc. Magazine September issue. And they put how many followers I grew the, my clients up to like 79 million followers and did 300 billion impressions. And then once that word got out, a lot of talented entrepreneurs start reaching out to me, CEOs, speakers pretty much executives, founders, and, and models started reaching out to me, asking me to help them monetize their social media, help them grow their social media following. I was like, well, I can't help you because you need over a million followers to do it. And one of the light bulbs hit me again. I got that re- eureka moment in the shower one day and I was like, well, I would make a minimum of like $2,500 to $5,000 for me helping my clients grow their social media, I mean, uh, monetize their social media and they got to have over a million followers for that. But long as I can actually get that amount of money, I can actually help you grow your social media following because I was doing it for the celebrities for free because the more followers they had, the more I can monetize. So once I realized that, we started taking on different personality brands and um, and speakers and 
guys who have podcasts and like things like that who have a story to tell because we feel like everybody got a story to tell. So as long as you got the right access to the right amount of celebrity influencers, a proven strategy, which we have, and a team of experts that can really take your take your brand to the next level and actually let you focus on what really counts, which is working on your business, working on your craft. So now we're actually helping these different personality brands and aspiring talent go viral on social media and make them famous. Wow. So that was a lot to unpack, right? There was a lot there. So let me kind of pick that apart a little bit so we can so we can kind of digest that a little bit. So number one, before we dive into that, have you raised any capital or are you all bootstrapped? Bootstrap. Perfect. Love it. And I know from the Inc. Magazine article where you were ranked by, you know, as one of the fastest growing private health companies in America, I think your revenue in 2016 was around 2 million. Do you Mm -hmm. mind sharing 2017? Because I have a feeling you're going to be in that magazine again coming up this year. We're going to let it be a surprise, man. (laughs) Perfect. All right. Well, that's good. It's probably over 2 million if I know you and I see the trajectory of what's going on. So it sounds like you probably, probably have some significant growth. So congrats on that. With all that growth, you must be having to add a lot of employees and scale your business because this can't just be the spectacular show, right? I mean, ultimately, you've got to spread your wings and, and hire some other talent. You know, mm-hmm. how challenging has that been in such a, with such a high growth trajectory? Yeah. So, I mean, I've been blessed to have a really good team. I mean, a lot of stuff that like they teach me stuff all the time. Like it's definitely not me. Like, you know, it started off me. Of course, the vision came from me, but it was really about just having the right team, the right leadership and really figuring out who works the best with the culture of the company. Like it's all about culture with us. And we don't really take on everybody for our clients. So we really pick who we like and you have to fit the criteria for us to want to work with you. So it's not something everybody could get in. It's only a select a few people. So by us having that luxury, like I feel the same way about my employees and and really figuring out people who really fit the team, fit the culture and really picking the right people that can help us take things to the next level and understand the vision. So you started out, okay, so you've been able to you've been able to find some key people. And that's that's great, especially with early on, right? Because you can build upon that if you've got the right attitude and the right culture. And I think you hit the nail right on the head. That's hard to do right early on. And it's even harder as the company continues to grow because you get more personalities, you get more people and you get more distant from those people, right? Because you can't sit by every single person every single day as your company grows. But let me ask you something. So you you started out in really just the music world, right? So you had some friends and some friends of friends that became your early clients. You did created some social proof there. But when you started getting, you know, the non-music clients, right? They were a little bit further away from you. You didn't have a direct relationship with them. How did that happen? Was that mainly inbound? Were you doing outreach? You know, was it just, you know, your your social media following was so massive that people it was or was it that article in Inc. magazine that really generated? Because I think you did talk about that for a second. Yeah, it's, it all really started off from press. So like my Forbes, being on Forbes uh, was my first ever interview ever that I took for my company. Then Inc. Magazine, being in the uh, greatest and most inspiring entrepreneur magazine. I guess the Black Enterprise Innovator of the Year Award helped out. And then like I, I've been getting a lot of press, a lot of leads coming in from my the most what the top five most influential entrepreneurs in tech and music. So that, that's been bringing in some leads. So like 
the whole first couple of uh, the really up until last week, we pretty much did no marketing. Everything was just like inbound of referrals and people speaking about us, talking about us and press. And up until last week, we finally started doing marketing. So at Google AdWords, paid media and some SEO that we started. But up until last week, yeah, we did no marketing at all. So let's talk a little bit about that press strategy, right? Because it's really paid off for you. Now you have a distinct advantage because you had a music career before mm-hmm. you ever started this social media. So number one, you had some fame and some notoriety. Number two, you already had a social media following. But mm-hmm. what were your steps to getting featured in the media? Was it just, you know, you they reached out to you? Was it something strategic where you, you know, sent them a pitch or you went to an event? Or how did you connect with the media and get that first break in the media? If I think you said it was Forbes, right? Yeah, Forbes. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's all about just building the relationships, figuring out who wrote what articles with what type of entrepreneur and building a relationship with them and just like helping them first, seeing what they need help with. A lot of times I just ask, like, what do you need help with? Like, who are you having trouble getting the interview from? And I try to help them. Like, and even if I can't get them the interview, just the effort alone is worth them saying, hey, like, I see what you did, like in their mind, like. I'm helping out and I'm not just like give, give, give. I mean, take, take, take. I'm more give, give, and giving and and just going to support them. If they got an event, I show up to the event. I make sure I shake their hands and, you know, let them know I'm there so they can see my presence and feel my presence and just keep up with them and just like hit them up randomly and just build a relationship with them. So how did you, how did you hit them up? How, did you use Facebook? Did you use Twitter? Did you use LinkedIn? Did you just send them an email? How did you connect with them the first time? How did you break traction and just get that initial connection? And what would something like that look like so my audience can try to put something like that to work for their business? Yeah. So one of the main things I do is just really just taking an article that they already wrote for the actual contributor and just reach out to them and say, hey, man, I've seen this article, man. You crushed it, man. Keep crushing it. I'm loving it. So I'm going to be reading your content, man, and looking out for some more. Like just the first outreach and just... uh just really getting them used to your, seeing your name and, and then it, and people knows you, right? And so they're going to see you write, write them and they're going to go on your page. And like, that's the, the damage is already done. Now they know your name. So now it's about you just keeping up with them and people love you to toot their horns. So if you want to say how much you love it, like you got to really love it. Don't be fake. So like, you really got to find something you really like reading it there and then just tell them how much you appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, that's what you do. Yeah, no, I think that's a great strategy. I mean, you know, sincere and honest flattery, right, can go a long way to starting to develop some rapport because obviously these people in the media, they spend an enormous amount of time putting the content together and they're putting it out there because the fact is they want people to like it, share it, comment on it. And if you, you know, if you embrace that and just find something that you can sincerely get excited about and that you like, reaching out can be very, very simple. And I agree with you. That's a, that's a strategy that I've used. And I think that a lot of people get really nervous around reaching out to the media. And that's why a lot of entrepreneurs don't do it. Yeah. Obviously, we get back to that fear of failure and, and all the, you know, the rabbit hole that we can go down there. But glad to hear that you were able to have so much success early on. So really quick, you know, we've got B2C and we got B2B, right? We got business to consumer and business to business. What's your favorite platform? I mean, you've probably been involved in all of them and have your hand in each of them based upon your business, but what's the B2C platform that you think 
you know, you, where you get the biggest bang for your buck or where your clients do the best? Yeah, the best B2C, I feel like, would be either Instagram or Facebook. But One if it's, it depends on the demographic. So if it's a more older demographic, then I would say Facebook. If it's more millennials, I would say Instagram. If you're attacking the Gen Zs, then it's really Snapchat and Instagram, but more, more Snapchat than anything. And then if, yeah. Okay, perfect. So that's the B2C platform. That, that's kind of setting the stage for that. What about B2B? I know you're on LinkedIn, but is LinkedIn the place to go? Do you feel Twitter's better and why? I think that LinkedIn is the place to be just because the way you can line up your credibility and really tell your story on LinkedIn, I think is genius. So even if you go to my profile and you see everything I have going on, even if you don't know me and I see your friend request, like if you're interested in what I have going on, like you're going to accept my reply. Like, I mean, you're going to accept my connection just from everything that I have going on. And if you can really relate to that and feel like, you know, you can really set up what you're doing and, and who you're helping and, and what problem you're solving. And people could go to your profile seat. They can see your accolades. They can see your press. They can see some a quick description. They can see the, the, the strengths of your, your company, the size of your company. And they, you can tag it where you can actually see the, the other companies that you've been involved with. And they can go to that and see the amount of followers they have and how powerful the companies are on your LinkedIn profile. And then Twitter... Twitter's not bad either, but I just feel like it works better for people who's verified more than people who's not verified because with the verified people, you can actually have a column uh, that you can see all verified people on your Twitter chat. So if somebody verified actually tweets me, I'm going to see a guarantee 100% because I'm going to hit the verified uh, column of my notifications, my mentions, and I'm going to see that this guy reached out to me. Yeah, perfect. You know, you really hit you really hit it on the head with LinkedIn. You know, the way they've designed the profile and the entire platform, it allows you to tell a story a little bit better than like a Twitter, right? You got a pretty small, you got a pretty small profile or, you know, or bio with your Twitter, but on LinkedIn, you can really tell the story, not only your headline, your image, your, your header image, you know, multimedia, you can integrate in there, your summary, your past history, you know, it, it really, it really is very robust. But one of the things that's important, what you said is that, you know, when you reach out to people on LinkedIn, they're going to, most of them are going to accept your request, but that's Mm -hmm. because you took the time to optimize your profile to ensure that you make a good first impression. And that's where a lot of people are really missing the boat on LinkedIn. You know, they still think it's a resume, right? They think it's, they think it's something just to go out there and get a job. They don't treat it like their personal brand. Would you agree? I agree. Absolutely. Like I, a lot of times a like the people that I know, I go to their LinkedIn profile and, you know, I give them I give them a hard time <laughs> and I say, man, listen, man, you was on this list. You was on you was on this list. Like, where is that on your profile? Like you're not boasting. You just wearing your badges of honor. Like that's what it's about. That's why you earn them. So show them like let them know, you know, you did this. You did that. Like you did this many in sales. You grew this many. You, you had this much growth and really just showing that and like even the headlines like put what you are like are you uh the most watched business owner in your city or are you a 40 under 40 on the business journal like what are like if you have that like put that on your profile and make it look nice make it look pretty and make it look brandable where people can actually feed into your brand and and want to be involved with you because now the way you presented yourself it makes a person feel like I got to be connected to this person and let me reach out to see how we can do more business together. I agree hundred percent. 
So listen, social media is changing so quickly. It's confusing and it can even be daunting to a lot of entrepreneurs and and even marketers and executives in the corporate world, right? Can you do me a favor? I want to kind of dig into the secret sauce. I know you, you've talked a little bit about these strategies that you used to build these followings. And some of them are probably still applicable and some of them aren't. And new things evolve all the time, right? We got to constantly be testing new stuff. Can you pick a platform? I don't care what platform it is, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever it would be. And tell us if you were starting today mm-hmm. and you had a small following and your goal was to build a large, highly engaged following, what would be the first few steps you would take to get that ball rolling? Yeah. One of the first things I would do is make sure all my credibility is there. And even if you don't have any credibility, just make it look real nice. Make sure your profile picture looks super professional or whatever you're trying to give to the world. Like make sure it looks like that. Like make sure everything matches. All your story matches. Make sure like all your usernames are the same. So if somebody want to find you, they know exactly what username to put in in the URL bar to go find you. Like everything for me is I am spectacular. So if you go to my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, no matter where you go, if somebody didn't rob me for my name before the platform started, I have my name. I am spectacular. And make sure like all your profile pictures match all your platforms because it matches what your name. When they see your face, they see your name. Everything registers together. Make sure your bio is the same on all your platforms and make sure it's it's in sync together. Mm -hmm. And then I I would make sure I sync all my profiles together. So it's a website called If This Then That, where you can actually sync everything together. So when I post from my Instagram, it automatically goes to my Facebook. And then once it automatically goes to my Facebook, it automatically goes to my Twitter. And once you're posting, you're updating all your social feeds at one time. So now you don't have to manually go through each actual platform just to keep them updated. And of course, you will approach each different social platform different. Like the way I will approach LinkedIn will be different from the way that I'll approach a Twitter and the same thing with Facebook. So everyone have their own strategy on top of just syncing everything together. You will have to add on top content on top of that for each different platform to make sure you're getting the most engagement as possible. Yeah, that makes sense. So do me, and that I think that's a great starting point. Do me a favor, pick one platform where you have you know, you found something, you or your team have found something that's working really, really well to really drive that goal of building a large following that's engaged, right? Because we've all seen people who have Twitter accounts and Facebook accounts with hundreds of thousands or even millions of followers where there's really little or no engagement. But Mm -hmm. what would you do? What strategy would you use or what hack would you use? Whatever you want to term it Mm -hmm. on whichever platform is working now. If you had to pick one, what would you do? I don't care which platform. It doesn't matter. You can pick That's Twitter, like, Facebook. I just want to tell you all of them. Like, I just, <laughs> one is like cutting people short, but I will feel the best thing to do. I just say Instagram. Okay. Just get celebrities involved or get influencers involved or different niche pages. And you can literally reach out to them and just figure out, you know, some sponsor posts. Like how much are you going to charge me to sponsor me? on your page and see how much they charge. A lot of them charge like, you know, $500, $1,000, but it'll actually give you more credibility, more social proof that this person is actually shouting you out and telling people to follow you. But you got to make sure the content is 
amazing content. And pretty much that's what we do over here. We just make sure we have relationships with the influencers. So instead of you paying a thousand dollars for a post, you might pay like two hundred dollars because you went through us for our service, our Instagram service. So using micro influencers and influencers as a way to to really get the word out there that much faster because once they it's almost like they're putting their personal endorsement on you, right? And that's gonna obviously if you pick the right influencer with the right audience, then obviously they're gonna adopt you a lot quicker than if you were to try to reach out to them and just do a normal outreach or just use standard content strategies, right? Correct. But you gotta make sure the caption of them shouting you out is something that's gonna get you the most most engagement, the most followers. And then you gotta make sure the content that you're having them post is super engaging. So you can literally go to different hashtags or your top 10 competitors and uh, pull pull the analytics to a tool called Inc. I-N-K-361.com. And you can pull the top posts and you can see what's working the best for them. Either you can recreate the content or you can figure out a page that matches the niche of your brand. And then you can give them credit when they post it or use that just for the shout out itself and have them post and shout you out and use a super engaging content for them to uh, follow you. Oh, I love that. That's perfect. That's a hack in itself right there. You nailed it. All right, great. Well, listen, you know, we're getting close to the end here. So let's do a little bit of rapid fire here. If you had to pick, you know, you see a lot of people in social media, most of them are doing it wrong. You got a small group of people that are doing it right. What do you see as the biggest mistake that most people make when trying to build a social media following? The biggest one, if you had to pick one. One big mistake. I think that they're not focused on their content. Okay. So they're not focused on their content. Expand well, a little uh, bit on that. Well, they are focused on their content, but they don't have any distribution. So they're spending thousands of dollars on making this amazing content and nobody's seeing it. Right. Yeah. I see that a lot. People will spend 90% of their time creating and 10% of their time promoting when in reality, it should almost be reversed, right? Correct. Yeah. Perfect. All right. So what's your favorite growth tool or software? I know you just shared one and I'll link to that in the show notes. I think it was INK360, right? What's your favorite growth tool or software? I'm sorry? 361, Inc. 361. INK361.com. Right. Would that be your favorite growth tool or software that you use today? Or is there another one you want to mention? I like Social Oomp. Social Oomp is a tool that, that I use to automate everything. So I can literally take a bulk of content and schedule it and just pick the times that I wanted to go out. And it actually just like, I haven't tweeted on my Twitter account in like two years and it updates every four hours. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So it's, it's automating that posting. It's like a scheduling tool, right? Gotcha. And it automates everything. But since everything is uh, sunk up together, when I tweet on my Twitter, it automatically goes to my Facebook page, which has now 2.7 million followers on it. Nice. Perfect. If you had to recommend a book to my audience, you know, that was focused on helping them grow their business or any context for that matter, just a good book that you've read recently, what would it be? Disrupt You by Jay Salmon. Disrupt You. I haven't read Disrupt that one. You. Perfect. I'll, I'll link that to the show notes. All right. Well, listen, that pretty much wraps it up for today. Why don't you do our audience a favor, let them know how they can connect with you and learn more about you know uh, your business and how they could possibly get in touch with you and, and start building a, a huge social media following and monetizing it. 
Yeah, so my company is called Adwizar. That's A-D-W-I-Z-A-R. You can just go to the website.com or just Google us. We'll pop right up. All of my social media channels are I Am Spectacular. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, I'm on all those social media channels. But I think the most important thing is I created a course with my team, all the experts on my team of how you build a social media following and how you become super active, engaging influencer with a, with a massive following and the same strategies I used to generate 79 million followers for my clients last year. I put it all in a program that I'm going to be releasing on the 30th of this month. So if you guys want access to that, we're doing a webinar and everything where you can actually get access to it to see the webinar. You could just send me a text to my phone number is 786-661-1224. I know this is a podcast, but I'm going to say it again, 786-661-1224. Just text me hashtag Adwazar. Perfect. Well, listen, and I'll get the link to the uh, webinar and I'll put that in the show notes along with your website and the number where they can text you. And listen, it's been awesome. Congratulations on all your success. I appreciate you being a part of the show and I hope we get a chance to chat again soon. All right, man. Sounds great, man. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Thanks. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.